Good morning. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show radio to open the heart, heal the soul, awaken the consciousness. Good morning, Mr. Benny. How are you? Hi there. Doing very well. <laughs> Happy April 13th. Not Friday the 13th, so we're still, nope. we're still lucky here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. We're all yeah, right. That's right. Okay. We're, 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 we're okay. We can... Oh, we can breathe, right? Yeah. For now. We can breathe. <laughs> Thursday the 13th yeah. of April. Can you believe it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I see you're wearing green today. Yeah, trying to I keep don't... it festive around here. You know, it is the Emerald State. So that's, that's right. what we got to do. <laughs> you got to do something. That's, yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. The weather, I don't know what's going on. Um, A little cloudy. Uh, Nothing too Yeah, much. one of my family members lives... Oh, yeah, I think several of them. We have a, a, a sibling text line where we all text each other. And a couple of people were like, well, it was 70 yesterday and 32 and snowing today. Yep. Right? Riding that roller coaster wave. Yep. Yeah. So it's kind of go along with everything that's going on. But anyway, I'm going to jump right in. All right. I have a great guest today. I am the owner of Reiki Oasis located right here in the greater Seattle area for the last going on 30 years. I know that's crazy. You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. And I am booked out for those people that are contacting me wanting to know if something's wrong with my scheduler. Know that it is not. There's nothing wrong with the scheduler. Um, you just are going to have to wait a little bit to get in. So um, uh, yeah, thank you for your patience in advance. Thank you to my patrons. I'm a listener supported show. And my, from my heart to yours, big, big thank yous. Um, I have several things coming up. I have a class for women that meets once a month called Temple of the Divine Feminine. We're meeting April 22nd, and I hope you can join us. And then I'm going to Egypt in uh, November. Going to take some people with. And if you're interested in that, send me an email at reikioasis at gmail.com. Welcome to the last week of Aries season and the last week of all planets moving direct. And the last week before eclipse season begins, wow, we have been feeling a powerful Aries activation in our personal planets, interacting with Chiron, the wounded healer, which is making a conjunction with Jupiter at 22 degrees Aries today, April 13th, today. And my guest is also in Aries. When I bring him on, I'm like, woo, what fortuitous things. The healer, the beautiful lucky star, and fire all coming together. This brings a culmination of the last couple of months of astrology. With Jupiter at 22 degrees Aries, we're like potent seeds waiting to sprout and express our true spiritual selves. 22 is a master builder number, helping us create whole new realities and seek the full expression of beauty and power from our super souls. This can be intense if these energies have been suppressed and they're trying to open back up to the light of day. We are examining all the darkness that has been keeping any kind of feminine energies from shining their light over a long period of time. Mercury is in the Taurus retrograde shadow will turn direct on April 21st, the first planet to go retrograde after since the end of January, of course, will be Mercury. So pay attention to that. It's a, there's also an eclipse. There's kind of a weird aspect with the sun. So it could be just kind of a kind of a, a, a rumbling around all the areas of communication. Mercury and Taurus made its first of three squares with the black moon Lilith on April 11th earlier this week and possibly is bringing some sort of tension into your awareness. A lot of people are telling me that they feel really good on one side. And then on the other side, they're like, I feel a little apprehensive. Like, is, is something going to happen? So remember that we free yourself from all of these negative energies by staying in the love energy. Always, always go up. Uh, Mercury retrograde in Taurus is about healing ourself to feel worthy of our own abundance and preparing us to receive the positive changes to come. Jupiter and the sun together are about embodying the truth of who we are as advanced spiritual beings. 
And for some, it feels we are being asked to leave everything behind and take a big leap into the unknown. And others, as you know, jump without reservation. Uh, it is inevitable we are moving forward. So uh, my invitation is always get on board, right? Get on board. With Pluto coming into square with the nodes of the moon, we're experiencing a life-changing moment. And brace yourself for what is to come. The sun will square up to the nodes of the moon just as it moves into the sign of Taurus on April 21st. This is a precursor energy as we prepare for the next six months of massive change. Who are we in relation to divine destiny? It is time to come back in alignment with the ultimate ideal timeline and get on with our new story. Venus is finishing up her time in Taurus, making us feel empowered after a sweet sextile with Neptune in Pisces. And Venus will move over into the sign of Gemini on April 12th. A few days later, Venus will create a tense square with Saturn in Pisces. As we squeeze out any grief from the past, we're still holding on to. So to put it in a nutshell, it is a time of getting, of healing, of moving forward. And as far as I'm concerned, stepping into our authentic selves and stepping into love. And with that, I'm going to bring my guest on. I'm so excited. My, my soul friend, my soul brother, Dr. Christopher Macklin is on the show today. Again, he is a highly respected globally as a spiritual teacher, an energetic healer, a UFO expert, a paranormal conduit, and a medical intuitive. He specializes in assisting people in achieving optimal spiritual, mental, emotional, physical health through addressing a wide range of mind-body-spirit imbalances, especially increased physical illnesses during the pandemic. He's written several books on mental health, raising the immune system, and manufactured illnesses. And Dr. Maculin is a frequent guest on radio shows and appears at health, spiritual, and UFO conferences across the country. He has a huge following on Telegram and over 250,000 followers on Facebook. I'm one of them. And during the past 11 years, he has been assisting UFO abductees we are going to be discussing the abductions, his healing work, and possibly how to regain life after an abduction. Uh, Christopher, from my heart to yours, welcome to the show. Yay, thanks, Lugatti. It's wonderful to be here. Bless your heart. <laughs> Woo! I, I, I want to do like an, an Aries flame. You know how they do the wave here in Seattle? We could just do the... Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it's wonderful to be on. Flame bless on. your heart. Yeah, bless yours too. Um, uh, you've been on my show to be four, and I know people can go back and look at that. But you know, we have talked we have talked about your healing work before, and of course, I do want to launch into that. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm going to start right there because then I'm going to do the next thing. On one of my previous shows, you had mentioned that when you were a child, um, that you saw a reptilian sitting on the end of your bed, and uh, that picked my ears up and I wanted to bring you back and, and really kind of delve a bit into UFOs, but I do, I, I don't want to neglect your healing work either. So what are star seeds? <laughs> well, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> I threw all a, that out there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. A star seed is, is somebody who's come down. Um, you know, the thing is about it, people don't realize that this planet, you know, to raise it, we've got to help people and raise their vibration as a collective. And because there's uh, free will down here, you can't just say, okay, God, change it, because there's free will. Even creator, prime creator, can't change anything down here because that's the rules that prime creator put in. So, so what they've done is <clears throat> they've got some volunteers. Now, listen very carefully. They said, so God said, look, I want volunteers. So, well, I'll do it. You know, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. And then, um, you know, maybe next time, just pretend you've got diarrhea, go to the toilet and don't come out and, oh, the volunteer's taken, but I'm just joking. So so you're a volunteer, you come down here, you don't have to be here, uh, and you get down here, you know, 
up there, they show you different things that happen on the planet. Are you okay with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no problem. We'll we'll conquer it. You get down here, you think, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? Because <laughs> it's it's a tough place to live. And you know, we I deal with a lot of people, probably work with about two thousand people a week. And you know, a lot of people are star seeds are struggling because you know, I, I hear all the time, like, well, I got down here, I don't belong on this planet. Well, you don't, it's not your planet. So don't try and belong. What you have to do, I think, you know, as personally, is navigate, stay out the matrix, navigate the planet, you know, and do things that you really enjoy, like, you know, get back to basics, you know, go and work, you know, walk amongst trees, cook some food, have a laugh, you know, have a glass of wine with it. People say, well, you know, I can't drink, can't, can't, can't. Well, what do you do? You know, you're down here. Yeah, got to have some fun. Put some music on. Dance around like a bad person. Start having fun again. Because the planet, all we can do is try and help and help as much as possible. And, you know, I know you do, I do, and there's a lot of people do, doing their best to help people rebalance themselves, especially in these times, because the amount of anxiety in the crystal grid around the planet's huge. I mean, you know, one of my jobs is to clear it, and we clear it every week uh, with the Actorians, but it's not enough. But you can't, I ask, can we clear it every day? And I said, no, because... If, if you cleared it and you do everything for people, then you're just red-pilling them. They're not understanding and learning instruments how to release, you know, this anxiety. I mean, we have a prayer at the moment, and I would suggest everyone use it because it will really help, you know. And it's, you know, if you feel as though you've got a brick on your chest, wow, it's anxiety. But I don't feel anxious, but I can feel this brick on my chest. It's the collective energy. And I think, you know, the prayer basically is just to... Uh, copy hand around it, remove it, and send it back to God to transmute and disperse in any the way God knows how. You know, it's a simple prayer, but by goodness, it works and it really helps. You know, so, so yeah, that's um, what the I, is. Yeah, I I love what you said, and also because, yeah, I've been noticing in the last few years, and I, I don't know if it escalates or <laughs> it just gets busier, more people are coming, but um, anxiety frustration, um, stress, fear. It's almost like it's it's gotten locked in the nervous systems of people or it's inside their bodies in some fashion to where it 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 does, you know, all these release things that you do like with the vagus nerve and whatnot are not really working. And that those negative thought forms are that influence from the outside. Um, yeah. So your prayer, where can people find your prayer? Yeah, if you if you go to the website, globalenlightenmentproject.com and have a look in the, in the prayers or map. I like the word map of intent because it's a map of intent. Have a look down them and uh, have a look at the prayer to remove the collective energy. And we also have another one to protect yourself because, of course, if your vibration drops, when your vibration lowers and reaches these uh, lower vibrational beings like Anunnaki, Draconian, uh, snake-type beings, um, archons, um, Luciferians, you know, they can attach to it because your vibrations in symbiote with them. So one of the keys, I think, of healing is that whilst, you know, I can remove the entity, but that's great. And then, you know, we do some healing, you get your vibration a little bit higher, but it's still not high enough to create a field where they can't get within your field. So it takes a little time to release that emotion. So as you're doing it, it's important to say a protection prayer to keep them out. Otherwise, if you know, they're just going to reattach again. So we do have another prayer, which is the 27 Esoteric Merkabah Field Prayer. It's it's probably the one of the most powerful prayers we, we've written. And it's just basically producing these esoteric, 27 Esoteric Merkabah Field around you so that it's a high vibrational field. So these beings can't, uh, you know, um, can't, can't break through it. And I always suggest to people, do it three times a day to keep these entities out morning mid afternoon evening and then and then you know it'll really help you and your healing will go a lot faster of course because you know you're not getting a reattachment and dragging your vibration down so you you said a whole lot of things there which i know some of my listeners probably just went well like um <laughs> what are you talking about right other listeners are know what you're talking about right like of a broad audience out there so i want to uh, ask a couple of questions about um, these beings that you're talking about. You know, um, you rattled off a bunch of names there. And are these beings 3D? Are they, 
Um, are they energetic? What are they? And well, he, they, here, yeah. they're, they're in the same space, but at different time. So let's take the Luciferians in the fourth dimension. Here, they're energy fields, but they can switch in this dimension and be, be actually physically present. Same with Anunnaki. They hang in the fourth dimension, which is uh, basically the dimension where humanity's uh, anxiety and everything resides. And so they feed off that, of course. But again, they can switch in this dimension. Same with draconians. The snake-type beings, there's first and second dimension, these scarab beetle-type things, snake-type things, octopus-type things. Uh, they're low, you know, lower um, density beings, uh, but again, they can attach to you. You know, it's a spirit here. And then you've got archons, which actually, archons, uh, I don't really know this, but don't have any body. They, they're purely energetic, but they float through the second, third, and fourth dimension. So, of course, when they attach to you, it's like having negative energy attached to you. So, um, so yeah, that's that's the sort of beings. I mean, you know, if you look at Jesus' teachings, I'm not a Christian, but I love Jesus' teachings, and he talked he talked about demonic entities. I think he just gave it a global name. I'm removing these entities, and you know, this is what beings are trying to manipulate us. Um, yeah, thank you. You you pulled that question right out of my head. <laughs> I just could <laughs> ask. That's funny. You, I went, oh, that's what I was just going to ask. Um, in the work that you do, in the healing work that you do, you come across these beings? Yeah. Okay. All, all the time. I mean, I would say probably 99.7% people who come for healing do have some sort of attachment. And the most common is actually Anunnaki. Now, the Anunnaki can be up to 10 foot, 7, 11 foot tall. You know, they they look like a velocitype raptor. You know, they're, they're scaly and, you know uh snarly beings but but they're not as aggressive as like draconians draconians are very dark and you know if you get those attached you, you get pretty sick pretty quickly anarchy tend to just ride around with you and you know they tap in the lower back they send you negative thoughts and you know you get all this like thoughts oh. like you know good and that was useless anything you do that was useless pathetic and they they do that 24 7 and, and people start to believe these it's like a you thought, but people turn it into an I thought, you know, so always police your thoughts. Like, is that really my thought? No, it's not. So send it back, you know, but the biggest thing is removing these entities and keeping them out so that, you know, you can get your vibration up, take your power back and, you know, be a warrior in this world, you know, because, you know, otherwise people, uh, I hear a lot, uh, become powerless, like, well, you know, what can we do about the government? What can we do about this? What can we do about that? And the answer is, well, you know, you're here on this planet to make a change, and even the smallest changes can be really big, and you never realize how much work you do, you know. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit, I mentioned earlier about this event when you were little, and how did you get into this work that you're doing? Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> when, I, when I was four, I reckon I, I mean, I could see things, and I can see these beings, I can see through the veil, and it's good because, of course, even I can even remote view into people's space. Oh, you've got an entity attachment, anarchy. Um, and so when I was four, you know, of course, you're young, and uh, suddenly this reptilian thing appeared in the corner of the room. Oh, my God, Dad, Dad, there's a reptilian in the corner of the room. He comes running. Where? Where? You know, I thought, oh, he can't see it, you know. And it was standing there, snarling, and I thought, wow. Um, okay, so it's just a bad dream. But I knew it was something because I could feel when when these beings are near you, you get this feeling of like darkness in your heart. Like, wow, this is not good. And so he said, oh, just settle down and went downstairs. And of course, the thing's still there, you know, and thought. And suddenly I just blurted out, get out of my room, you know, and it went. But wow, that worked. <laughs> so, wow. so with the power of like, you know, even the age of four, get out of my room, gone. And so I realized that, you know, um, and so I kept doing it. And eventually they just, they didn't appear so much, you know. And um, so that that was a quite a significant encounter. But I also realized that even at the age of four, that if I kept telling my father about these beings and things, he'd probably take me to a psychiatrist and put me on some <laughs> Ritalin type stuff or whatever. So, mm -hmm. so I kind of kept quiet. And the same with UFOs, I can see them in the sky, even though they're not visible to people. Um, I can see them through the veil. And so... When they're flying, they're like, Dad, there's a, there's, a, there's a UFO in the sky. Oh, blimey, this guy's nuts, you know. But uh, but it's not, you know, it's just a gift. 
everyone has different gifts, of course. So, so that was hard to um, that was hard to keep to yourself and you know uh, and not really uh, speak to people because they would berate you. You know, they think, "God, oh, you're nuts." You know, what are you? You know, you're schizophrenic, or what's the matter with you? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's crazy. So, uh, when did you get into this uh, project that you're doing, or really get into this work? Like, you know, because at some point you had to sort of, as I say, cross that line into going, okay, this is really happening. This is, I'm experiencing this, right? Like I'm seeing these beings and I'm, I'm seeing these UFOs and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And what got you, what brought you all the way in? Well, basically, I mean, I, I spent the, you know, I got a degree in master's, which is interesting because I've got severe dyslexia. My father thought I was really thick and he said, oh, you're too thick to get a degree. Mm, I'm going to get one. Too thick to get a master's. I got one of those as well. And, you know, so I always did the opposite to him. And I'm I'm glad he berated because he pushed me into doing it, I think. So anyway, I uh, got a degree in master's, flight control systems, worked for uh, various companies like Marconi and British Aerospace, whatever. Um, and I worked for 21 years. and then, But I still saw these things. And I kept looking around thinking, is this it? It can't be it on this planet. You know, I've, I'm here to do a lot bigger things than just this software stuff you know anyway um i left there and, you know i had some houses we started building apartments and then in 2007 i went completely bankrupt and it was it was like the dark night of the soul you know uh marriage split up at the same time going bankrupt and my father got me a volkswagen polo which is a really small car and i'm six foot five so and you know i was kind of half living out of that you know sometimes i could stay at people's houses, but most of the time you know, I was living out of this car, you know, and it's just, it's, it's a bit crazy, sometimes without food and everything else. But it's taught me so much about stuff, you know, like houses, cars, whatever, you know, stuff. Stuff doesn't matter, you know, what matters is, to me is people, you know, completely about people. So, uh, you know, I, I wound up from losing millions of pounds to zero, ground zero. And, and it, I was so blessed by that. Would I want to do it again? Uh, no, you know, definitely not. But, but I needed that lesson. It's like a six by eight over there, like whack, you know. And then my life completely changed. And uh, tried to get a job, couldn't get a job. Um, and one day, you know, I tried 36 jobs, even a janitor or whatever, just to earn some money so I could get some food. No, no, no. And I said, okay, God, why can't I get a job? You're not meant to. Oh, Okay. Focus on the healing. Okay, so what I did is, you know, four or six hours a day to meditate, looking at cause and effect and the Mikilzdat beings, of which I, you know, realized I was one of the five here. Um, they taught me cause and effect. It, it took about three or four years to really understand healing. Because my, my opinion is that if you don't understand the cause and effect, then how can you heal it? Because it's not just a bit of energy. There's a whole lot of other things associated with sickness. And one of the primary ones, in my opinion, is is emotion you know uh, emotion causes so much sickness it's unbelievable especially now you know with what's happened in the world so so it's amazing so um you (laughs) when did you um first begin to work with abductees mainly when i got over here uh came here in 2010 and um you know, uh, I rented an office, build it, they'll come. They didn't. I said, where are they? It's within, get out there. And, oh, okay. So I started going around conferences and, uh, you know, smaller ones first, because, of course, I didn't have much money behind me, and uh, built it up over a period of time and met a lot of really interesting people. And, uh, you know, I've seen a lot of abductees, I mean, many abductees. And when the Greys were uh, abducting people uh, up till about four or five years ago, uh, of course, there was an agreement with, between the governmental systems and the Greys where here's the technology, uh, we want body parts, you know. And I actually chaired the Galactic Federation meeting, which actually swept them off the planet, which is interesting. And that was, I can't remember exactly the, the year because the last three or four years have just like disappeared. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because they swept them off the planet because there's, Think about this, you know, what's the difference between violation education? And people often say to me, well, entities are violating you, but they're not. Why is that? Because when you come down here, you know what's going to happen on the planet. You know about these entities. Then it's up to you to learn how to get them out. It's an education. It's like a classroom. 
that's an education. What happens if your government signs a, a contract saying, well, you can abduct people and steal their eggs and sperm? That's a violation because you're paralyzed, they're violating your body, and they're using your eggs and sperm uh, to produce gray humanoids. So, you know, that is, is a violation. So they swept them off the planet. But yeah, I've dealt a lot with abductees, and it, it's so sad. I mean, I know one person who was abducted when they came back, uh, their left ovary was missing and there was blood and things like this. So uh, I've dealt with another, you know, person, you know, these are just examples. Another person in Florida were abducted. When, when she came back, she felt as though she'd been raped. You know, it's just awful. These things are awful. But, uh, and people need help with, you know, releasing the emotion of that and realizing that, okay, you know, yeah, it's a violation, but let's turn it around as maybe um, a positive thing to, take your power back i always believe that the the most difficult things in your life are the best for growth and you know that's why i honor going bankrupt because you must be nuts going bankrupt it was the best thing that ever happened to me honestly well that's a you know i don't want to do it again please don't <laughs> no yeah, no. yeah no <laughs> uh, i'm thinking though while you're talking um you're we're covering a lot of ground we are going to take a station break in a minute we're going to come back and get deeper into this um, uh, UFO abduction uh, concepts. And also you brought up some things and um, you know, there are there is that famous uh, abductee, it's uh, Barney, what is it? Those people that were abducted, it's very, very famous. And uh, I'm just letting the listening audience know right now that you know, you can do your own research on a lot of this, especially if you're skeptical listening to this show going, I'm not even sure I believe in UFOs or ETs or any of this Melchizedek stuff, Loretta. And I'm like, just just listen with an open ear and um, allow yourself to uh, be, uh, question things and be a little curious. So anyway, this is Loretta Brown, my wonderful guest, Dr. Christopher Macklin. Uh, don't go away. When we come back, we're going to de delve deeper into uh, abductions and, and what to do after that happens, especially for those people listening that actually had that happen. This is Loretta Brown. We'll be right back. More and more these days, it feels like sports are losing out to hype. Who dissed who? Who signed the fattest contract? Who got busted for cheating? Lost 2 is the unique capacity sports have to inspire us, to unite us. Well, great news, sports fans. Sports are still being played for the right reasons. They're still as entertaining as they are character building. You just have to know where to find it. And you only have to look as far as your local Washington High School. You know, the place where the games are exciting, concessions are affordable, and the parking is free. Where the emphasis is on hustle and heart instead of hype. If you prefer real, honest-to-goodness sport played for all the right reasons, you'll find it at your hometown high school. High School Sports. Games are being played this weekend at a Washington High School near you. Okay, everybody. Who's in? This message presented by the Washington Interscholastic Activities Association and the Washington State Secondary Athletic Administrators Association. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. Hi, this is Eric Ryder, Operations Manager for 1150 AM KKNW. We value your opinion and invite you to 1150KKNW.com to fill out the 2023 KKNW Listener Survey. Your responses help us to shape KKNW to your listening needs. As an added incentive, when you fill out the survey, you'll have a chance to win an awesome prize. Complete contest details and your opportunity to help us shape this station can be found at 1150KKNW.com. Alternative Talk 1150, here to uplift your day. 
Welcome back to the original Loretta Brown show with my wonderful guest, Dr. Christopher Macklin. Just a reminder, these shows are archived and they're, they're really all over the place. They're at the 1150 KKNW archives for the original Loretta Brown show. We're on iTunes, Podcast One, Megaphone, Betty, woohoo, uh, YouTube, Twitter. I don't know. We're all over the place. And you can download these um, shows and listen to them over and over and over again. A reminder that Dr. Christopher Mackland is with a Global Enlightenment Project. And you can find lots about him at globalenlightenmentproject.com. And now, my dear friend, Dr. Christopher Macklin, I have some million-dollar questions for you. Uh -oh. <laughs> are you ready? Are they, are they difficult? <laughs> I'll, I'll try it. We're ready. I'm an Aries. I know. So am I. <laughs> Aries twin, twin power unite, right? You know. Anyway, I'm just having fun with you. Um, I would like to ask you... Um, what is a typical abduction like? Is there such a thing? Can you describe a scenario? Yeah, I mean, some of them are different. Some people remember them. Some people, most people don't because they do wipe the conscious memory, but not subconscious. So if you really meditate, you can you can dig the information out. It takes a bit of time. But, you know, typical abduction, like you'll see a craft and then you'll see a, a being. They kind of paralyze you. And then you're out, um, and then they take you up on the craft, and of course, then they're taking out the whatever they want—body parts, eggs, sperm, something else—and then they suddenly put you back. Um, and when you get back, you, you can feel that they've interfered with your womb or with your, uh, you know, your genitals for the men, and you get a big loss of time. Like you know, they might take you, and suddenly you've lost three hours. Suddenly, it's, it was twelve o'clock. Now it's four or three or something like that i know um i know my wife was involved with uh, uh an incident where she was driving down with her mother uh to i think it was kansas city i think it was kansas city and she's driving down they're about halfway there and then suddenly there's a lapse of time and suddenly she was there you know like the car was there in this guy's driveway where did that time go so, you know, that's the sort of abduction thing, you know, keep an eye on the times and things. And like I say, this 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 other lady who lost her ovary, uh, she was abducted. Suddenly, nine hours went by, and her parents were really upset, and she was actually literally on the doorstep with her ovary removed. Um, it was crazy. So, you know, but of course, when people go through these things, they have a lot of trauma with it, and it's, it's important to release that emotion. You know, we have a fast-track method of releasing emotions uh kind of using psychic psychic surgery effectively but you know we could release like i don't know we start off with 81 layers 162 324 as you build people up they can cope with more emotional releases because of course if you go to a practitioner like a psychotherapist psychiatrist psychologist you're going to sit in the room for an hour and they poke at a few layers you bowl your eyes out you talk about it and you know we ingest way too much emotion probably 150,000 layers and it's way too much for a human being. So, so what the Mekusdat be, beings do is concentrate on the biggest emotions that are affecting your body right now, and then the next biggest, next bigger. So, it's really getting, it's really moving the emotions that are really affecting you in a deep way. You know, so, I saw I saw that in my mind's eye as layers, right? Yeah, those absolutely. Layers, those layers. Yeah, we are emoting and creating those layers. Um, I, well, I most, people, most people most people only take like the, the the top layer off the next top layer so you can imagine if you took like 81 layers off the top out of 150 200,000 layers you might only find one emotional big emotional layers in those layers that's why the McKeels that beings go within the layers that, okay what's your biggest emotion affecting you right now oh it's that one so they pull that energy out then the next one you know so it's a lot I think it's a lot faster way of uh, moving those big layers of emotion. Yeah. I'm also thinking to myself that, um, you know, part of the process in, in, in my opinion, of course, you know, you're the expert here, but um, the idea that number one, people may not know what happened to them. And number two, even if they can retrieve some of that, people don't believe them. Right. Like, no, what think, talking oh, you're about. not. Yeah. Must have yeah, been a bad dream. Yeah, exactly. And, that, yeah. and all they really want is someone to hold the space who understands it. I mean, I've 
I've dealt with Illuminati fallout children where they've been abused like you would never believe to the point where sometimes I listen to this stuff and I'm in tears. But, you know, but you can go over them and, and get the wisdom beyond forgiveness where you can really uh, inject positive energy in those past timelines and, and it changes the whole perception of the now. But it's, it's, it's a long journey for these people, you know, it really is. Yeah, I wanted to ask that question. So after someone has some kind of an incident, right? And, um, you know, how does that, and they come to you, right? And if I'm hearing you correctly, you're helping people um, with all kinds of things or fallout after that, but how does it really affect their life and, and affect their families and affect their daily activities? Well, I think they struggle to, they struggle to get normality. I mean, it takes them a while, you know. I mean, normally, if if you're working on, you know, abductee, it, it happens quicker, I think. But if you look at Illuminati, what I call fallout children, where they've been in the, you know, the the place of sex trafficking or whatever they've been, they've been groomed, uh, they've been, you know, they've seen things that no child should ever, ever see. And then they come out of that at the age of, say, 16 or 20, or even I've had one girl at 40. And it took about a year to really get her to, you know, change change and get rid of that anxiety, that PTSD, to a positive place. It just takes time, you know, especially, I mean, you know, people have no idea what the, you know, I mean, maybe you do, I don't know. But I know you do, Loretta, but, cool. you know, people, you know, general people in, in the street would, no, that can't happen to children. These things that happen to them are horrific, you know, so... And I'm glad I feel blessed that I can actually deal with it because I, I know a lot of these, uh, you know, Illuminati fallout children, you know, have tried going to a healer and, oh, no, it's too much for me, you know. And I'll sit there, even though I'm in tears listening to it, I, I won't disclose that because I want to just hold the space for them and then, you know, uh, work on them so they can get them back to some sort of normality. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so... This is an interesting question. Um, you know, a lot of people come to me and they talk about how they think they went to a spacecraft. Like I do hear this from people like, I don't know, Loretta, I think I went to a spaceship and then they'll say, and I got upgraded, right? Or they did uh, benevolent things with me. Is that also a reality or are there benevolent oh, yeah. ETs as well as? Negative yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And there's, there's a number of them. There's, of course, you know, there's the Actorians. Obviously, Bikil's that, but, you know, the, they don't do... It's the Actorians who do the work for them. You know, they work very closely together, Actorians and Bikil's that beings. But they have craft, you know, going around. Uh, we actually have three watches where if things get crazy on the planet, they will take us off planet, you know, and they've appeared before. I remember going down to a ranch and the guy had um, problems with the greys. And, you know, it was, a, it was a ranch where it was uh, uh, for horses, you know, who, you know, were going to the slaughterhouse, whatever, and, you know, it was a sanctuary for them. And then what would happen is the next morning, one of the horses would be dismembered because they'd been eaten or something, you know, half eaten. And he was really upset by it, of course. So I went there and I, I worked on this portal for about a day, managed to open it, and then shut the whole thing down and it stopped. But... And so, you know, he didn't get any dismembered horses anymore, which is great. But I remember when I opened the portal, it was like a sonic boom. This thing was about 300 feet above us. And then the craft appeared, you know, uh, the watchers. There was three of them. And they were going, like, from one to three, and they were about half a mile away. And I, I was talking to by telepathy. I said, what are you guys doing? Well, you watchers, we just want to make sure you don't do something stupid. <laughs> so, and so they were sitting there, and then... Five minutes' time, the military helicopters come and start circling them and thinking, what do we do with these things? Anyway, I spent 40 minutes with this portal, shut it down, and then uh, they left, you know, bless them. So it's amazing. I've, I've seen some things. <laughs> wow. I, I'm just kind of listening to you with my mouth hanging open a little bit, going, wow. Yeah. So you have heard uh, a lot of stories from people. Um, and when people find their way to you, because you, I'm thinking... Uh, you know, sometimes people say to me, Loretta, I, I, do you think I was abducted or, or I can't, did I, you know, how do people know if they've been abducted and um, how do we protect ourselves? Well, I think you can feel it in the subconscious, you know, that you've been abducted. I mean, okay. now, 
Uh, I mean, if the benevolent beings are, are taking you, they're taking you to uh, upgrade your body or repair something and helping you out, you know. So is that a violation? No, they're, they're there to help. Um, but, you know, if you were being abducted by the greys, of course, they were stealing body bits, which is not okay, you know. But they don't do that so much, to be honest with that anymore. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. they were banned from the planet in this third dimensional space-time continuum the problem what they're doing now is they're opening portals on this planet and so they've got around the ban by being inside a different time space in a portal and messing with people with that you see what i mean they're a little yeah. bit cheeky as they say <laughs> so, so uh, oh that's fascinating um yeah yeah. Okay. All right. That that actually makes some kind of sense to me. Um, you know, people talk about timelines, right? Like a lot of people are saying, oh, we, we got a timeline split or a lot of people are like, well, uh, you know, I can help create the timeline I want to be on. There's all this timeline uh, concepts. Um, what do you want to say about timelines and, and how does um, all of this affect affect timelines in different ways i think you understand my question yeah yeah i mean well yeah. you know you're on a timeline the cash records i don't really know because that being created the cash records right because they want they wanted to stop anybody going back in time and going on someone's timeline altering it that alters all history the whole time space would be uh completely you know wonked basically so so they created it so that you know you can't alter things in the past but but you can jump timelines, you know, you can jump a timeline. For example, if you want to do something bad, you can go do something bad and end up in jail. Or you can go do God's work and you could go and sell timeshares. You can go and work for, a, you know, you could do anything. There's infinite timelines. But to me, I mean, I just focus on the divine timeline, which is God's work. And I think, you know, so I just stay on that timeline. And, and I think being on that timeline... Yeah. As you work on yourself, it becomes more positive, more divine. You know, you get into the place of gratitude where your whole life is about gratitude. And and I try and teach people that gratitude to me is one of the keys of of knowing God's got your back. If you're grateful for everything, you just get so much more of, you know, things without, you know, but focusing on gratitude to me is like a way of life. It's not just like get a gratitude stone. Right, God, I'll give you five minutes. I'm grateful for my wife, car, <laughs> uh, we're done. You know, it doesn't work like that. You know, I think it's a way of life. So, but of course, if you keep that positive timeline, that also bleeds into the collective timeline. Uh, so the more people do that, of course, the more positive the collective timeline will be. So, and that's why, of course, uh, the opposite side are trying to uh, put people in fear, you know, and get them off their divine timeline. And so there's a there's a bit of a battle going on. That's <laughs> amazing. I I love your answer. Thank you for that. During during the break, you and I were talking a bit about, um, you know, uh, fear porn is what I call it. You know, getting too caught up in in the uh, thrill of all this negativity, right? And I I so agree with you. I think gratitude, um, appreciation, love, you know these kinds of things go a long way. And then also you brought this out and I think it relates to your healing work as well as uh, my goodness, reconnect to nature, you know, get outside. Oh, I think that's key. Yeah. I mean, too many people, it's sad because, you know, I mean, from the healing work I see, uh, addictions are becoming huge, like gaming addiction, pornography addiction, huge, you know, and it, it, yeah. People look at all this stuff, and it, it's got reptilian energy. It becomes very addictive, and and the the problem is, it desensitizes people, of course, as well. Uh, and I think it's important to try and switch these things off. Even the truth seeking stuff, there's a lot of disinformation in it. And so again, uh, you know, my advice is that people say, well, which channel should I watch? Well, you know, again, it's it's your responsibility, <laughs> you know. Go with it. Is this resonating or is this like blah, blah, blah? <laughs> so if it's blah, 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 switch it off. You know. It's funny. I said, to, I said to Mandy one day, I said, darling, there's a new language in this. Have you ever heard of it? She goes, no, what is it? You know, I said, um, they call it blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's an international language and everyone knows it. And even one of my clients in in, in France, I said, what, what's, the, what's the translation of blah, blah, blah? She goes, Blah, blah. 
<laughs> like flute <laughs> <on blah. laughs> I thought it was so funny. I think you could just have blah 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 TV or blah blah blah, you know, yeah, podcast absolutely. or whatever. But yeah, I, I think it's a great thing. Um, also because we're talking frequency and vibrations and things like that, right? Like, like really gratitude, I think, just takes you right there. And it's a state of gratitude, right? It's a state of gratitude. Well, when, you, when you're in that state, you have no fear because you know that everything's taken care of. God's got my back, you know. Never have to worry about anything, money, things, nothing. You just, you know, if you're doing God's work, you'll always be blessed. Would you be a multi-billionaire? Probably not because you don't need it, you know. And if you needed that money to do a big project, it would be there, you know, so. So tell us a little bit about your um, project. And, and I know you've started building, but you have a... Uh, a, a vision, I should say. You know, what are you working toward? What are you doing? We're working toward. We're we're building, and again, for the listeners, you may think, "Oh, this guy's nuts." Maybe I am. Who knows? <laughs> what What's <laughs> normal in this world? The answer is nothing. <laughs> so, so, yeah, my vision is that uh, we're building some off-planet pyramids, uh, big ones. You know, thousand feet tall, six 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 point six six feet tall, three 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 point three three tall. And they're bringing them down to really help power up the ley lines of the planet because there's so much um, there's so many sim so much symbology on the ley lines, and these things will have enough power to blow out that negative uh, symbology and start feeding the ley lines and raise the vibration of the planet. It's a big project. We have to get a hundred thousand acres, um, and wow. you know these pyramids will just appear, of course, because they're off planet, so they'll transport them here. And, uh, yeah, you, you can imagine that if these things appear, people go, oh, my God, there is a God. People want to come see them. And if you've got 50 million people want to see them a year, you've got to create some sort of infrastructure that's sensible that they can see them and they can you can feed them and, you know, they can have a drink and, you know, meditation gardens and all sorts of things, you know, a hospital. It's, wow. it's a big project. And we've, we've got the financiers uh, working on the money for it. It's probably going to cost, believe it or not, about $200 billion and, so what have you got that? Uh, no. <laughs> no, no idea. That, you know, so, so just just here in your back pocket, no problem. Yeah, no, right, hang on. Oh well, well ten dollars help. You know, probably not. But, but you know, I always believe that if you hold the space for it, God, you know, and I keep saying to God, yeah, I'm ready. Whenever, whenever you're ready, you know, just give us the check. Make sure the ink's dry, and we're good to go. And it'll happen in stages, of course. Yeah. But the banking people who are involved are uh, the top military people, white hat people, I don't like the word white hat, people who love humanity. And there's also banking people who love humanity as well. So they're, they're putting it together. And, and that's their deal. Loretta, I don't know yeah. anything about the banking system. You just let them do that. I just yeah. focus on, yeah, we're doing it. So it's exciting because it will really help heal people as well. You know, these pyramids, yeah. they're very different. So, Yeah, I love that. So that brings me into the question, um, we, we talked a little bit uh, toward the beginning of the show about the healing work that you do, but could you please uh, let people know about that and, and um, yeah, tell them a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, we work I, on everything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, things like cancers, cystic fibrosis, uh, genetic things, Lyme disease, HIV AIDS, Asia Orange, Morgellons disease. Um, we've got different protocols for different things. We work on the intestines. A lot of people have intestinal issues at the moment, mm. mainly because of emotion. It bleeds into the intestines. And of course, you know, if you in low intestines paralyzed, when you eat, it goes further down, backs up, ferments in the wrong place and burns holes in the intestinal lining. So all these things, you know, uh, we work on the kidneys, liver, uh, really everything, skin. Um, so we, we, we have like, twice a week now i used to do it three times a week but i put it down to twice a week so thursday 5 p.m central time uh and saturday 11 a.m central time is the general healing group and i've actually cancelled today so apologies for that but uh because i took a few days off but uh you know it'll be back on saturday so if anyone wants to join that by donation you know don't shame yourself if you've got no money please come on because i know what it's like to have no money it's it's difficult we also do specialized groups where we have up to 20 people I talk to everyone and then we do the healing after. And then we have one-to-one -one sessions as well. And, uh, and of course, we've got the protocol to strip nanotech and stealth pathogens like Brilliant Lime, HIV, AIDS, Orange, and also Morgellons particles, 
strips it out of the body using timeline splitting. So there's plenty to go on. You know, we're just here to help people. You know, bless. Yeah. Um, uh, I went through one of your protocols and had some amazing things come out through my skin, just saying to the people. And uh, uh, <laughs> people want to know about that. You can ask me, but um, I recommend that you go to Global Enlightenment Project. And uh, Christopher, can people find uh, where to sign up for those things on your site there? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just right. you know, email through the site, and uh, yeah, we will get back to you. You know, I mean, it's not a small enterprise. This we have about ten staff doing different things, and so uh, we've got girls in the office who answer things. You know, answer calls, and they they do the bookings. People often say to me, "Why don't you use a just a booking online system?" And the answer is, "I can't do that because we work on so many people. They have to create a sheet, and you know, the main points about what's wrong with them, and then you know, when I talk to them, we fill, I fill in the sheet. You know." Put down what we're doing and then uh, recommend like whatever they do more sessions or do the protocol or whatever you know so uh it's it's impossible to me to do an online booking system and i think it's really important to get that physical contact as well yeah i think it is too it, help, it just helps you uh, understand a little bit better what you do because it, what you do is is unusual that's what i'm going to say it's uh unique and uh not everybody does it like that um you the Melchizedek beings you've mentioned Melchizedek beings a couple of times who are the or what are the Melchizedek beings they're in the ultimate dimension uh they're, they're involved with the part of the creation of the planet not all of it Grand creator created the whole thing uh but they're involved with some of the plants some of the animals and different things and they were also involved with putting the Akasha records and it's their job to actually police uh you know kind of I don't I don't know what I want to say supervise just police the planet to make sure things go don't go south and make sure things are maintained and that's why you know there's five of us here at the moment trying to help like everyone else there's Palladians there's you know there's all sorts of uh Actorians there's a lot of Starsy people doing the same sort of thing you know to try and help the planet yeah so are you hopeful about the future oh yeah God's got our back yeah absolutely yeah. I think it's going to be positive. I think it's going to be amazing. It's just that it's always got to get darkest before the door. You know, there's some mm -hmm. people who, yeah. if you if if you hit them over the head with a two by four, it takes about thirty six times to oh, there's something wrong. You know, and I'm not putting them down. It's just some people just don't get it. You know, and right. you know, my, like my father, you know, um, he he doesn't get any of it. He said to me one day, "You're barking mad on it." Wow, Dad. That, that's the best thing you've ever said to me. Woohoo! You know, <laughs> what a compliment. I'm barking mad. I love it. <laughs> I do too. I, I love it. Now, on your website, you have these prayers and you have meditations and you have all kinds of things. Um, we're down to, I don't know, like the last minute or something, whatever it is. Um, what would you, what message do you really have for the people? What would you like to tell them? And, um, speak from your heart yeah i just want to say that you know people don't realize how beautiful they are how powerful they are and i think you know uh i've been there you know powerless victim when i when i went bankrupt it's really important to do some work on yourself and take that power back to think oh you know we can't go against the deep state and all this but you can you, you can hold the space for it you know we're more powerful god's more powerful than anything uh money doesn't matter you know so really go within your heart do some amazing things you know like live a life of nature and get out of this matrix you know i think it's really important and take your power back the day of the guru is gone you know yeah. you are your own guru yeah 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 and i keep telling people go out and have fun with the people that you love and uh and and yeah do all that good stuff so Dr. Christopher Macklin from Global Enlightenment Project also has books out there. Thank you so much for being on my show. Benny, you're oh, the best. And bless everybody. Yeah. Thank you so much.